You're listening to a podcast series from Vietcetera Production. Vietnam is forecasted to be one of the fastest growing economies in Southeast Asia and the world. To understand the dynamics behind Vietnam's miracle growth, Vietcetera meets with business leaders every week to discuss the country's future growth prospects. We also learn about how they build and manage teams and why they think innovation will be key to Vietnam's role in the world order. Hi guys, chill with the album Nung Nhu Lam Thiên Nhiên Ơi by Tuliver, Miang, and Nescafe on music streaming platforms. Keppel Land has been in Vietnam for over three decades now and has since grown to become one of the country's most established foreign property companies. The multifaceted company and the property arm of Keppel Corporation delivers innovative real estate solutions in Asia with China, Singapore, and Vietnam as its key markets, while it continues to scale up in other markets such as India and Indonesia. Keppel Land's quality portfolio of grade A offices, residential properties, retail malls, and integrated townships, as well as award-winning service departments are mainly located here in Ho Chi Minh City. In today's episode of Vietnam Innovators, we are joined by Steve Ang, the operations manager retail of Keppel Land Vietnam, who is presently working on new projects related to the future of online retailing and the Web 3.0. Steve will also share a bit about Keppel Land's new initiative of branching out into retail consultancy services. So before we begin, guys, we just want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Nescafe for sponsoring this episode. Check out their new album with natural sounds coming from Nescafe Farm on music streaming platforms, but also our friends at ELSA, which stands for English Language Speech Assistant, for those of you that don't know, it's started in Vietnam. It's downloadable on the Google Play Store and the Apple iOS Store to help learn English. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors again today. What's up, guys? It's your host, Hao Tran here, the CEO of Vietcetera. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Vietnam Interviews, our weekly show all about business and innovation in Vietnam. Depending on when uh, later this year, we'll actually be increasing the frequency to two times a year, or two times a week, rather, for the Vietnam Innovator Show, so look out for that very soon. But meanwhile, every Tuesday, it'll drop on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and every other channel that you listen to, etc. On uh, for today's episode, we've got a guest from Keppel Land. For those of you that are living in Ho Chi Minh City uh, or in Vietnam in general, you might see the name quite often when you pass through Lai and other some of the other major streets of Saigon because. They are some of the biggest developers in Vietnam. In fact, they've developed Saigon Center, where your favorite Takashimaya store might be and a few other retail outlets. Uh, and today, we have an expert in that, actually. He's the team leaders at Keppel Land, focusing on retail. His name is Steve Ang. He's from Keppel Land, Vietnam. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, well, uh, thank you, Hao. Uh, xin chào tất cả mọi người. Oh, excellent Vietnamese. Better than mine, even. <laughs> Uh, Steve, how long have you been here in Vietnam and, and what brought you to Keppel Land? Well, I've been in Vietnam for the past five years, since uh, January 2016. So uh, I basically I started my career in Keppel you know, back in 2011 and uh, after some years in Singapore and uh, decided that there was this uh, opportunity in Vietnam back in 2016. So I just took on this leap of faith, you know, because I haven't been to Vietnam before 2016. I've never been to Vietnam before. And then this is something that I just took a leap of faith, came in and joined because there was this job opening. And it's been five years since. Yeah. Excellent. Five years in Vietnam. And with Keppel, you've been with the company 
since you graduated, from what I understand? Yeah, since I graduated. So I actually joined Capo as this uh, under the management associate program, where it was this program where as a fresh grad, you know, uh, you go through a series of uh, interviews and, and, and tests. And uh, they will actually, you know, uh, get you into this program for two years period. And in that two years, you are being rotated to different departments and you are being exposed to the different kind of uh, uh, functions in the business itself. So, uh, and of course, you know, along the way, you are given mentors, you are given bosses to, to you know, be your mentors as well as to, you know, make you learn on the job faster and given more opportunities to, to grow in this career. Yeah. I understand you're working on new initiatives at Kepo all the time. In fact, you were uh, one of the team leads of the innovation side of Vietnam. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I was uh, one of the team leads for the innovation committee. So back when I came to Vietnam, uh, I was actually given this uh, opportunity to you know, run a project uh, from project management for this project in District 7, the view at River Point. So uh, at the same time, you know, as, as part of this whole program, they really throw all the opportunities and challenges at you. So being a project manage, um, management for that project, as well as, you know, I have to hit the design for the M&E part. M&E meaning mechanical, electrical and plumbing. So that's the part of design where, you know, you try to find out the, the design for the aircon, you know, the design for the sanitary, everything else, right? Then uh, as well as I was being asked to co-lead this, uh, this chair for the innovation committee, because I think back in 2016, uh, the company was actually going through a phase of transformation where, you know, uh, we think that, for a sustainable company in the long run, you know, innovation is key for our employees, you know, for us to embrace this culture. So I think uh, one of the main tasks of how, you know, my, my role back then as an innovation uh, chairman is that how can we actually, you know, allow for more ideas to be more openly spoken, right? People, you know, they're willing to share their ideas more openly, as well as how can, you know, management support these ideas, right? In this case, so I think my task back then was actually to, to bridge the gap between letting the employees opening up their ideas as well as allowing for management to see the need, you know, as well as the value of us implementing these ideas across yeah, in Vietnam. Yeah. Well, I would say not a lot of real estate companies are thinking about innovation, perhaps in the way that Keppel is. Um, and perhaps that's one of the reasons why Keppel is potentially standing out. Uh, more so than others in the Vietnam market. Maybe you can elaborate on that. You mentioned sustainability, especially. Uh, maybe you can share more about what Keppel is doing specifically in that regard in Vietnam. All right. So, for example, you know, in, in Keppel land, we always believe that uh, when we create a product, we don't just create a product to you know uh, uh, sell it just and, and gain a profit from it. No. We always believe in this whole process of sustainability in the sense that one, how do we design this product that's actually, uh, that can integrate this live, work and play elements to it, right, first of all. Second is that, you know, how do we create an environment, you know, as well as the thoughtful design process of our buyers when they buy our condominiums, when they buy our apartment units, how do they feel that it's a livable space? Can they, you know, uh, buy it for their purposes, such as, example, raising a family, right, uh, catering to, you know, uh, their parents to stay with them and stuff. Right. So basically, it's the thoughtful process of, you know, how do we want to create this product that people will want based on their needs. And from then on, you know, we even go to the details like, oh, is this a, a example, you know, this kitchen cabinet is the height at this, say, maybe a 90 cm. Is it suitable, you know, for the young ones as well as for the old ones and stuff when they do their cutting or washing? 
So we even go to that kind of details in terms of the kind of design process. So ultimately, you know, what we are quite proud of to say is that, uh, say for example, the Estella, you know, when it was first launched in, I think, computer back in 2008, you know, it is, is, I would say it's a very good product. Even until now, you know, the design standards, the livability, the kind of a resort feel of staying in the condominium itself, you know, uh, and even now you see even on secondary markets, the SLR is still selling at a, quite a premium. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you mentioned projects like the Estella and a number of others. Just for context, aside from Saigon Center, which everybody knows, maybe you can uh, just quickly share what those kind of landmark projects have been for Keppel in Vietnam so far, especially in Ho Chi Minh City. Right, I think for Ho Chi Minh City, uh, the landmark project is definitely our Saigon Center, located in uh, Le Loi and, and Pasteur Road. Right. So this was a project that is uh, about, I would say about you know, two decades in the making. We started off with the first uh, uh, tower, you know, the, the old Saigon Center tower. That was back in the early 90s, 92 if I'm not wrong. So thereafter, you know, uh, recently in, in back in 2016, right, when I first came on board to Vietnam, I was involved also uh, partly in the tower too, the second tower that you're seeing, the new tower now with the retail mall. Right. So, so, so this is this is basically our landmark project in Vietnam, right? So far, right. Of course, I think uh, moving forward, uh, we have to, we do have plans for more uh, landmark projects upcoming. So let's keep our fingers crossed, you know, and, and we anticipate, you know, with this whole uh, COVID situation improving, we'll see more of this project getting launched soon, right? Excellent. Could you also share quickly what the vision for Keppel is as as a broader real estate? company, you know, you obviously operate not just here in Vietnam, but around the region, um, but also maybe a bit more about the vision in Vietnam so people can understand. All right. All right. So for Capo, our vision is basically, you know, creating this, uh, uh, providing these urban solutions so that, you know, uh, all, all our stakeholders, stakeholders meaning that, you know, from our customers to our employees, right, to our uh, shareholders and stuff, can also uh, enjoy this uh, sustainable future for all of the stakeholders in this case. And in Capital itself, uh, the fundamental belief is that we want to create this uh, company that has these values in terms of valuing its people to be in a safe and inclusive work environment, right? So so what we have done was that uh, we the company itself actually focuses a lot, you know, in terms of the manpower development, in terms of talent development, and, and has created a lot of talent programs and a lot of uh, staff engagement programs so that all of our staff here, in, in Viet, especially in Capital and Vietnam, right, feel inclusive. They feel that, you know, there's a, a different kind of aspirations to come to work rather than just it being a work itself. Right. Excellent. And let's more move to your kind of 10-year career at Keppel. Uh, we've heard a lot about the projects here, everything from sustainability to the landmark projects that have uh, been completed in Vietnam. Uh, 10 years in Keppel in one company, that's a lifetime for, for anyone, especially <laughs> as a millennial. Correct me if I'm wrong, you might, you might not be a millennial, maybe you are. Um, why 10 years and, and what have been some nice little uh, milestones in that 10 years? Well, uh, 10 years indeed is like a, a long time. In fact, it's probably like, I don't know, maybe... 30% of a typical work life, right, in this case. So, so 10 years journey, my 10 years journey actually started off with Capo, interestingly, uh, where, you know, when I first started off in 2011, uh, I think 
What really propelled me along with Kepo over these years was the fact that I've been given a lot of opportunities and challenges along the way. Because I'm an engineer by training and basically I love to solve problems, come up with solutions. So, so to me is that all these challenges I see as a kind of opportunities to provide solutions. So when I first started off in 2011, my, my bosses back then in Singapore, they just say, Steve, this is a $2 million project, go and run it. <laughs> so. In fact, you know, they just throw you into the water and make sure that you start to swim, right? So that's something that is quite, quite, quite interesting. But of course, you know, when they throw you into the water to swim, they don't expect you to drown. They will, of course, provide you some kind of a lifeguard support, you know, while they watch you swim at the same time. So I think I've been fortunate also to have this uh, whole uh, mentors along the way that guided me and seniors in the company that guided me along the process. Right. So as I started off in 2011, I was involved in the project management for the construction aspect for Ocean Financial Center. Ocean Financial Center is basically an award-winning uh, office development that's, uh, you know, even awarded this uh, Guinness World Record back in 2013, right, for the world's largest vertical green wall. So it was a whole uh, memorable experience of working with the best consultants, with the best team ever, right, where you envis envision this uh, award-winning product and from planning to design to construction and you envisage everything happening yeah, and make sure that you know, the execution is flawless in this case. Are those opportunities also available to uh, those joining the Vietnam side? Obviously, you started in Singapore and you're Vietnam now. Maybe you can share about some right. programs that are set up in Vietnam for those starting their careers here. So, uh, in fact, for Vietnam, we have actually launched uh, this the same management associate programs. And I think we are into our fourth year in the run, if I'm not, yeah, fourth year in the run. So, so in terms of our management associate program here in Vietnam, uh, we have quite, quite very good talents, in fact, very good talents. And they are involved in you know, starting in various, various opportunities from property management, to project management and some even in the business development. So, you know, all of these different functions, each of them are being exposed to, example, the business development. You know, they are in, thrown into new projects that they can work with, studying some of the new deals and businesses and investments opportunities. Those in project uh, management, you know, they're also thrown into new projects, starting from scratch, you know, how to go for design, how to work with consultants, you know, and, and stuff. Uh, that's like, it, it's a good challenge where they are being, you know, given exposure to in this case. Yeah. So for me, you know, uh, in Vietnam itself, in fact, this is the, one of the program, management associate program for the fresh graduates, right? For the second program itself is basically what we call the lead one and lead two, lead L-E-A-D, lead. So lead one is for those uh, young executives who have joined us for at least about two years. And we will give them this opportunity for more uh, stretch assignments and uh, cross uh, exploration with uh, other functional teams and how we do this is through stretch assignments we group these young talents together right we give them stretch assignments and from then on they will be exposed to the various kind of uh, functions across the, the business units and they they will see how you know we can actually give them further exposure in this case what is more important for the young talents is that we do give them exposure and for them to, to work on it. And in this case, from there, they start learning. And this is how we eventually will identify you know, more of the high potentials. And moving on, there's a lead two. Lead two is when, when these uh, young talents are actually moving on to a managerial level, right? So when they are at this managerial level, we give them further exposure so that we will be preparing them in future for the time to come when they may become a functional uh, head 
right, uh, our leaders in this case, right. And of course, now there's a third program where uh, it's going to be launched uh, this year, right? So we call it the Executive uh, Management Associate Program. So what it is is that uh, rather than just a fresh graduate, we also recognize that um, there could be talents out there already working right, with other companies for that, you know, maybe three to five years already. And uh, in this case, some of these talents, they may realize that, oh, actually this, this may not be what I want to do. Right. And they have a better understanding. So they may be interested, say, in real estate. And with that, you know, for us, Capo, I think they can consider Capo Land with this executive MAP program. Apply with us, right? If you have uh, if you think that this is really what you want to be in this industry. So what we will do is that, you know, this is a one and a half years program. We will throw you into uh, five different departments in terms of rotation. So uh, uh, and out of the five different departments, you choose about three departments to rotate into within the one and a half years. So in this one and a half years, is uh, you get exposure, first thing. Second thing is you learn more about other business units. And lastly is that you gain, once you gain the exposure and we will assess you based on your capabilities and, 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 and your competent, uh, and this potential in this case. And the best part is um, after you graduated from this program, immediately you'll be assigned as a deputy manager position, right? Which is a, a very, very attractive kind of a package in this case, yeah. Thank you for slowing down, sitting here, and cherishing your mind with Nescafe. Let's drip a tasty cup of coffee and listen to the music album Nung Nulam Tinyanoi from Tuliver Miang and the sounds from Nescafe Farm. Click on the link in the description to chill now. Stephen, I'd like to, you know, aside from the programs made available, I'd like to kind of deep dive into the work environment at Keppel as well. I understand there are a number, you know, a lot of these uh, bigger companies have committees uh, around certain kind of themes and social issues or uh, health kind of improvement uh, uh, kind of challenges, I guess you could say. Maybe you can share more about that um, and anything else uh, that touches the work environment at the company. Fundamentally, for Capital Land in Vietnam, you know, we are actually looking into this, uh, uh, creating this vibrant and dynamic work environment for all. So for our uh, employees, we have uh, three different committees catering to each of the different needs. So first committee is basically, you know, we are catered to the physical and mental well-being of our staff. We call it a welfare committee. And what a welfare committee does is that they organize a lot of this kind of uh, um, sessions, you know, in terms of, say, physical well-being, such as uh, health or yoga sessions and stuff, right? As well as uh, kickboxing and stuff, right? And uh, for mental well-being, they often give this kind of uh, talks from uh, accredited speakers as well as professionals out there, how to manage stress, work stress, how to even cope with the recent, you know, work from home and because working from home can be more stressful than working in the office. So we do offer this kind of a lot of these kind of programs for our staff to sign up and then to learn from it and to have a better takeaway and how they can apply it, you know, to manage their physical and mental well-being. Of course, there's a lot of freebies working for Capo and I think I've gained weight, you know, over the years because they often organize a lot of the, the morning breakfast, well, sessions. Right. So, so, you know, it can range from McDonald's to, to, to uh, Starbucks to a lot of different, different kinds of breakfast sessions. Right. And uh, of, secondly, right, in terms of what we are doing other than just the physical and mental well-being, we also realize that there's a need for our staff to be more involved with the community. So how this works is that we also have a corporate social responsibility committee, CSR. 
And, and this community, actually, they have been organizing a lot of meaningful community events, for example, Words on Wheels program. So this is a program where actually we sponsored a whole uh, mini bus full of uh, uh, books, it's a mini library, as well as uh, there's uh, laptops and computers inside that mini bus. So this mini bus will travel to various uh, schools, you know, in those kind of suburban rural areas in outside of Ho Chi Minh City, where, you know, we provide this kind of uh, uh, opportunity at least for these uh, young children from other uh, rural areas in outside Ho Chi Minh City to learn through IT or through the books itself. And as well as we also often, you know, we do a team building yearly event and we will often volunteer to say, okay, let's go to some uh, beaches, example in Vong Tau or in Nha Chiang or somewhere else along the coastline in Vietnam and clean up the beaches, right? So that at least we do our part for the community and stuff. Of course, there are more events internally, such as in the shopping mall itself. We are actually encouraging shoppers to bring their own bags, yeah, rather than using those kind of one-off plastics and stuff. Yeah. So there's something that we are doing for the community and the environment. And lastly, you know, in terms of this uh, culture of innovation, this is something that is is important, especially to the young millennials and the and Gen Z nowadays, because. Ultimately, when you work for any company, you want to be in an innovative company that creates value to society as well as to you know, the overall environment. You don't just want to work for any uh, DAO companies where it's getting boring by the day, right? So in terms of innovation community, what we have done was that, uh, if, in fact, this whole innovation idea actually evolved along the ways. It cannot be stagnant, it evolved all the ways. So from 2016, when I first came in and helped out, eventually it has evolved to become like a K-Lab kind of initiative. So what is KLAB? KLAB is basically a, a, a seed funding series where you know the company has, Capital Land has actually uh, committed yearly a total value of about 500,000 Singapore dollars to seed fund your ideas as an employee. So for example today, uh, how you may have an idea that, okay, uh, I think you know, by implementing this kind of uh, energy saving devices in our new apartment buildings that we design next time, it will help you know, the owners as well as the company to, to be more sustainable in the future. So you have this idea, but you know, uh, in terms of uh, implementation and stuff, you do not know, maybe you're alone now. So what you can do is that you can apply for this K-Lab, right? You can get the seed funding, you know, it's about up to 50,000 Singapore dollars, which is worth, you know, quite a lot in, in Vietnam, Vietnam long terms, right? And, and you can actually, if you don't have a group member, don't worry, just apply for it. We will also get you your group members, there's sort of a competency that you require. So the group can work towards that. Yeah, this is how we actually uh, promote as well as support the whole innovation culture in Capital Land itself. So within Capital, um Obviously, there's, there's this committee that fosters that. Could you explain more about uh, any other programs related to innovation within Capital uh, that perhaps the, the organization is investing into? Mm. So, so for example, uh, let's take KLab for example, right? So, uh, since KLab was KLab started back in 2019, so until now, there were a total of about 12, uh, 12 projects that have been successfully funded across all regions, not just in Vietnam. I mean, we're talking about Singapore, Vietnam, Indonesia, right, across the region. So, uh, in fact, the latest project that got successful funding was one in Vietnam, and uh, it's basically about how we convert food waste from our shopping malls to become uh, this kind of a compost that can be used for our roof gardens, be used by our residential for their own planting, as well as, you know, it can even be, uh, what's it called, given free to those sustainable farmers out there. 
right? So basically, it's, it's an initiative that we're actually working on to see how we can reduce our carbon footprint, as well as allowing for, for some uh, additional initiative where we can help with the local community in terms of urban farming, in this case. Yeah, and reducing the uh, waste output you know, of our city itself. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Steve, uh, we want to circle up today's uh, episode on Vietnam Innovators with also a discussion about Keppel's uh, talent kind of pipeline. This is always a continual challenge for companies, uh, the fierce battle for, for talent, especially uh, in the post-COVID world where you see on the headlines everywhere nowadays that talent is becoming more difficult to find and to keep, especially as millennials. That topic here again. <laughs> And Jen's that I'm sure it's even worse, uh, a challenge in itself. But for the companies that are succeeding, what are they doing right? Um, so at Keppel, you, manage, you mentioned a couple executive management programs. Um, maybe you can quickly deep dive into that a bit more at Keppel um, and how that works. Um, would you be able to share that? Okay, so for this uh, executive uh, management associate program, right, it's a one and a half years program where the talents are being rotated around uh, retail management, residential marketing functions, right, business development in terms of investments, and uh, asset management, as well as lastly finance. So with these five different business units, they'll be rotated and they choose three out of five units to be rotated to. So it was of the hope that with this exposure across the different business units, we can actually groom and ready these talents, right? This high potential to be uh, confident, first thing confident. Second is that to, to also be exposed and have a better awareness and understanding of what it takes for organization to move because it's not just about one function alone. Right. So uh, that is that is how we are moving towards with this EMAP program. Right. Of course, uh, coming back to what you mentioned about you know, with the millennials and the Gen Z, they are more in a way choosy right, about the job. Uh, ultimately, what defines the, them to want to join us is that you know, whenever we choose a, a, a job that we worked for or a company we worked for, I think most important is that define what's our purpose, why do I want to join this company? And what is the kind of, uh, uh, what is this company doing that really helps uh, match your purposes? So for example, when I first joined Capoland back in 2011, in fact, Capoland is one of the, the pioneers in terms of sustainability, right, back then, where I was reading through the, the company's profile, what they've been doing in terms of the whole uh, sustainable practices, such as, you know, they are going to green buildings, right? They are giving back to the community, right? In terms of uh, sponsoring a lot of these kind of community events, right? And uh, as well as uh, uh, they be firmly believe in the fact that you know uh, contributing more to the education, right? Of the of the uh, community is important. So these are some things that attracted me back then to join because I I, I have looked around other companies too, right? And in fact, back then in twenty eleven, this is something like new. Right, something new. So in fact, I, I think I'm, I'm very happy that I have joined a company that is realizing this whole uh, certain, this whole vision right, with this purpose in mind. So for, for Vietnam itself, I suppose, especially now there's more opportunities out there, right? more uh, exposures with the, with the kind of awareness of the different companies out there with, with the young Vietnamese here. So most important is that you know, the young Vietnamese should understand what is the kind of purpose and what kind of contribution and difference they want to make to the society. And by joining this company, does it make this difference? 
Uh, thanks, Steve, for, for sharing that. Could you also paint a picture of how large the capital organization in Vietnam is and how, how many peers one can expect if they were to be part of this executive management program? Okay. Capital Lamb Vietnam itself, we are about 500 people strong, right? From the very uh, different areas of business in terms of, say, uh, the shopping mall, property management, all the way to the, the to the various different uh, categories of business that we are in, right? Because we have three different pillars of uh, residential, commercial in terms of offices, as well as uh, retail. So it actually ranges a lot and we have about 500 people strong. So for this uh, executive uh, MAP program that we are trying to roll out by, by the end of this year, is something new, you know, uh, and I would say that there's no limit to how we how many talents is possible. Definitely, as long as you think you fit the you fit the kind of a value and purpose that we are into, right? And you think that this is something you want to try out, feel free to just write into us. Excellent. Well, I think that just about wraps up this show here today, Stephen. We do have one final question though that we'd like to kind of note uh, here today. Uh, Keppel Land has been recently recognized as one of the best companies to work for in Asia in 2021, especially in the Vietnam region by HR Asia magazine. I keep seeing this highlighted in my LinkedIn, uh, not just Keppel Land, obviously other companies and other categories, uh, but we'd love to sh hear from you what this award means uh, to you as someone who worked at Keppel for so long and why does it reflect on like, how does it reflect on the, the, the company itself? I think, first of all, is that as part of an employee in, in Capital Land, definitely we are very proud of the fact that we have won this award, you know, the second time, right? It's, a, it's not an easy thing to do, to get a consecutive winning, right? It's just like your, your you know, uh, your Arsenal trying to win <laughs> a series of uh, wins, right? So for us, it's like Capital Land recognizes that, you know, our people are very core assets, right? So based on this belief, and recognition that people are called assets. The company has in fact tried a lot of uh, and implemented a lot of development programs and staff engagement initiative so that our people you know, really feel that this is a, a, not just a place to work but a greater family to be in, right? Where they can each play our part towards to this overall vision of ensuring that we are building towards a more sustainable future, you know, in terms of our urban solutions, right? And this award is definitely an extreme, you know, esteem recognition of who we are, what we believe in, and you know how, and how why all these talents out there, you know, you should come and join us as a greater family. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing about these exciting opportunities for especially our younger listeners out here, Stephen. I'm sure a lot of them are very eager to check out new opportunities come the new year. So, all of you out there, look out for Keppel Land, and of course, Stephen. Uh, Stephen, thanks for joining the show. All right. Thank you, Hal. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. And just to recap, everyone, Stephen Ang, he's one of the team leads at Keppel Land Vietnam, which you may have seen the name many times crossing the street at Little Lion Pasture, Keppel Land Vietnam. Stephen, thanks for joining. And for everyone listening out there, thanks for joining another show, an episode of Vietnam Innovators. You can tune in every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our website and YouTube and anywhere else you listen to our podcast. Thank you so much, Stephen. Hey, thank you, Hal. Appreciate it. And before we finalize today's show, everyone, I just want to give a quick thanks again to our sponsors, Nest Cafe. I'm enjoying a bit of their drink this morning. And of course, our sponsors, Elsa, which stands for English Language Speech Assistant. Download their app on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Um, 
if you're learning English today, hopefully the show today has helped you a little bit, but also Elsa can play a big role in that. So tune in for that next time. Vietcetra's Vietnam Innovator series is only one of many podcasts hosted by the team. We also have Have a Sip, hosted by our VP of Content, Thuy Minh, as well as the Vietnamese edition of Vietnam Innovators, hosted by Vietcetra's Chief Operating Officer, Ruby Nguyen. Look out for more podcast production soon from the Vietcetra team. You can also check out the video version of this podcast on our other platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. New episodes are out every week, so don't forget to subscribe to Vietcetra's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube channel for more interesting content. Hey guys, good news. Vietcetera has now officially rolled out a mobile app for Android. Now you can download our mobile app on both the Apple iOS store and the Google Play store right now. More functions are coming very soon, so stay on the lookout.